Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we are revealing life's best kept secrets. Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we are revealing life's best kept secrets. Today, I am here with Talia Gibbons. Is a, she is a dynamic force who seamlessly blends the roles of educator, engineer, author, and entrepreneur. I cannot wait to dig into this. I have lots of questions for each one of those things, okay? <laughs> With over 20 years of leadership in national education organizations, including Jobs for America's Graduates, the Council of Chief State School Officers, and the United Negro College Fund, Talia significantly improved educational opportunities and career attainment for over 1,000 students and impacted educators, parents, and policymakers nationwide. As an actual hidden figure, she achieved the groundbreaking feat of becoming the first African-American woman to secure dual engineering degrees from Alabama A&M University and the Georgia Institute of Technology through a full scholarship and over one $100,000 in merit-based awards, leading to a master's in public administration. I can't wait to dig into this. I'm chomping at the bit. Originated from Patterson, New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, so hello. Um, her empowering message from her book and study guide, Worth the Investment, resonates through conferences, podcasts, magazines, and transforming audiences to develop their inner grit, along with five areas of achievement, connecting passion to purpose. Wow. Welcome to our show today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank I you. I am so happy to have you here. I have so much that I want to dig into, but first I want to know, um, a little bit about the book as being an author. Okay. So can you share with me to kick us off today? What experiences prompted you to write your book? Oh, great opening question. So the book title is Worth the Investment mm -hmm. from Mentorship to Scholarship, Uncovering How to Really Become a Student Worth the Investment. Mm. So truly the book, the title of the book tells the story. It was mentorship that led me to want to write the book. Um, I got a full scholarship to Alabama A&M University. And uh, when I achieved that goal, when I look back on achieving that goal, it was truly what I had to offer when it came to applying. What, it, what about me said, you're worth the investment of this full scholarship, or you're worth the investment of college admission to my campus. And if I didn't have anything to put on the application, that helped me stand out. That is why I felt, you know, it was about the programs. It was about yeah. what was I involved in beyond academics that groomed me or developed me, grew me yeah. to become a student worth the, that type of investment. Um, and so the mentors, it wasn't just being a part of the programs. It was truly many mentors that I had. And I wanted to write something like a thank you letter to them. So I started with that intention <laughs> of just writing a thank you, you know, for all the wonderful mentors I had throughout Patterson, um, New Jersey, from, you know, growing up from, you know, kindergarten, actually preschool, all the way to uh, going to college. Uh, and as I started writing the story, I began to see a framework, a framework that I felt other families could benefit from. 
uh, to help their young person, their student uh, do the same thing. Wow. I love this. And I see, you know, obviously you're a part of, I am worth the investment network and I love this uh, tagline, really this um, invitation to become a student worth the investment. Um, so uh, something else that I feel like students want to know more about is how did you mm -hmm. choose your career path? So can you mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about what went into that? Because you have such an interesting uh, <laughs> background, right? Um, yeah. of, so I'd really just love to hear more about that. I'd love to share that. So uh, I was fortunate to be able to have exposure to uh, technology and, and computers at a very young age. At age eight, I was programming. Wow. Basic. Wow. So yeah. And I kind of kept that as a as a as something that I knew I could do. Yeah. And when I got into high school, I began, those were the opportunities to take electives. And I kept doing that and actually learning C programming. But overarchingly, I was good in all my subjects. That was just like a niche area that I was good at. And at that time, um, going into computer science or as a major or, or as a career mm -hmm. was really taking off um, for young people, right? Yeah. And um, so initially I decided, well, I make A's in everything. I was an honor student, right? So nothing seemed like, oh, you're really strong here. You're not so strong here. Let's go this path. So I had a broad opportunity. I could go in any direction. And so a conversation with my uncle, mm -hmm. who was not necessarily in technology, but he was just having a conversation with me about going to college. It was like, my family is a family of, you're going to college. It wasn't a choice. Just choose which, which one you're going to. <laughs> so, not a choice, a statement. <laughs> a statement. <laughs> and so coupled with that um, talent and having grown up in the, um, NAACP from 11 years old all the way through high school and being active in, in my chapter on the different regional national levels, um, making history there too, being one of the first students from New Jersey to sit on the National Youth Work Committee of NAACP. I loved activism. And, um, and through that opportunity, I said, and, and going to those national conferences, I decided I wanna go to a historically black college to go to college. So I just, it just gave all those experiences gave me a focus to say, let's, let's look at colleges, historically black colleges that will offer me an opportunity to, to study computer engineering. Wow. And that is literally how I chose where I, where I decided to apply and what career I wanted to pursue. Wow. I, that's fascinating. Yes. And it's so interesting, right? Like how we can look back and connect those dots. So, right? Right. But then if you think about it, I made a huge career shift. And I, you know, after I got out of school, I had a huge career shift. And it was about, not immediately, I worked in, as an optical solutions engineer. I could engineer optical networks um, very early on um, in the turn of the century. And um, there was a lot of downturns in technology during that period of time. And I had to deal with um, not just coming into the market and, and I was good, you know, at what I was doing, I was part of a great team, but the realities of layoffs, it's not that you are a bad person, a bad employee, or you don't do well, it's just the, what happens, right? And students have even experienced this even recent years of, of, of downturns, right? 
And but during that downturn, you can have uh, that that setback set me up for a comeback because I can't. I I stayed in for a little while, about three and a half years. But then it was that crisis of thought: Do I is this bringing me joy? Is this bringing me the best that I have to offer? Is there more I can do? And I had to make a decision on whether I was really being fulfilled in that space because my activism. See, I realized at that point in my life, early 20s, that that my activist self was looking for a place to land in my full life work. And um, so I made a, I took the risk and I made a huge shift taking all of my technology, problem solving, engineering skill sets and putting it to work in the social sector, the public sector and education sector to focus on youth development, to help other young people do and give to them what, what my mentors gave to me and to help, whether it's STEM, arts, you know, business, whatever that thing a young person wants to go towards, let me share with them, let me help those young people do the same thing. And that is the activism um, part of my talents that I had in me, I've been doing it for years, but putting it into a career. And I've had a 20 year career of progressive leadership across many of the organizations you just mentioned um, to now offering a book and trying to really spread the knowledge and spread the, the for other students and families. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. So speaking of these achievements, tell me about this achievement tree. Uh, <laughs> what is an achievement tree? So it is the thing that illuminated when I look back over the areas of which I was active outside of just academics. Academic is one element of the achievement tree. Um, I found this framework and it begins with the student, student being the seed. And that as you decide to grow, even in your career, you are going to grow in different directions. I started out in technology. I grow. I grew over to into youth development, association management, and now I'm working in higher education. Now I'm going into authoring. So your a career will grow and branch, mm -hmm. but it also happens as a young person as you're going from um, birth all the way through deciding what career. There is a growth that happens, and you are the seed, you the young person. That seed is then planted into soil. That soil is includes includes the parents, the community, and the school, and we grow from there. And when I looked across my activities and what I was involved in, it spanned five different areas. So the trunk of the tree as you're coming up, there are five areas that I believe every student should be um, engaged in in their extracurricular time or ex expanded learning time. And that is the academic self. How are you building yourself academically? Yes, in class, but are there other ways because you're strong in academics that you can um, expand that learning, expand those experiences? The athletic self, are you involved in sports? Or are you just, I like track, I like yoga. You know, there are a lot of different sports and ways that you can build your physical self, right? So the athletic self, um, how are you building your artistic self? For me, it was dance. I was, that was my first love. That was my first activity, first love was dance. So um, not every young person is going to dance, but maybe they're a po they like poetry. Maybe they are an artist uh, doing visual arts. No, maybe they they write. 
So there are a lot of different ways that you can express your artistic self, have an activity that allows you to do that. Um, then there's also the activist self. So this was a huge part. This is where I put my 10,000 hours without knowing it because I enjoyed it so much. But where are you helping the world become a better place? What is the area that you want to lift up um, and give your time to to make it better? Maybe it's community. Maybe it's environment. Uh, it could be a community outside of school. It could be your school community. Um, or it could be international work that you are really um, passionate about. Well, we all have something. Even corporations have corporate social responsibility. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we all have to give. We have to be givers in some way. So that is the activist self. And then there's the architect. Mm -hmm. So these are the builders. Now, this is kind of my catch-all space. It doesn't fit in the other four. Yeah. But think about the fact that some young people are very tactile. They want to get their hands dirty. They, they learn best by doing. Um, they want to construct things or take things apart and put them back together. So that's like the easy way of thinking about the architect, right? But then there is an intangible architect in all of us. Wow. We are all builders. So some people build business. Some people build organizations. Mm -hmm. um, some people will grow their artistic self and build a whole business around people on Etsy. They are actually architects, right? <laughs> Absolutely. They are all crafting and doing these wonderful things, but then they also are architects, um, people in culinary, right? They're architects. So it's the architect self. And what way are you building? Um, so you can think about the career tree, the uh, about the achievement tree and how that can build into a career as fruit. So you grow all of your skills through the those five areas. In each area, you're building skills. Those are the branches. Those skills grow into um, leaves of talents. You can identify the talent you now have. The skill becomes talent. And then there's fruit of achievement. You have achieved something, a certificate, a licensure, you got an award, you won a championship. Um, so there's lots of different fruit. And so when I when I do my book, but also through the workbook that that champions it, champions companion with it, students can uh, track all of that. And that is where uh, I think is missing in our, our market is that we don't have a way to really help young people track from the time they begin school to the time they got to do these applications and scholarships or get it or apply to a leadership opportunity. And they want to know, should you be a part of this great leadership opportunity, right? And they got to apply to something. How do you chronicle? How do you articulate all those things that you have achieved? How do you encapsulate it? So this achievement tree really can help young people in this process. What great advice. Wow. So applicable and so relevant um, and so incredibly helpful. Um, so tell tell me about this I Am Worth the Investment Network. What is the network all about? What can you tell me about this? What can you mm -hmm. share with me um, as someone who is uh, intrigued by this? Yeah, we're still growing the network. So the network is about sharing these great ideas, these great programs. Um, I'm sure you could think about uh, an activity you did as a middle schooler, a program you were involved in. Um, wouldn't you like some other people to know about that and to get involved mm -hmm. in that? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's about this organic growth and sharing 
of what are the great opportunities that are out there that people don't know about. What really led me to want to do this is because um, I noticed that parents can see easily, usually pretty easily, how to how to get their young people involved in, for example, sports. Mm-hmm. And they could find a little league uh, in, the, in the neighborhood, or they could find um, a JV team. It's, it could be in their school. But if my young person is really not athletically inclined, but I see that they are more, um, they they do more with their hands, or maybe they're at a certain level in setting the violin and they want to go to another level of it. How can we find the program that will give that student the, the next level up of growth in an area that they're really good at? Because sometimes young people can get stunted in one area because they can't find the next opportunity. They can't find, um, how, I'm good at this, but I want to be better or I want to compete. So we got to share program. We got to share these, these opportunities that can really help young people figure out who they are and where they can grow. And those programs that can lead to career exploration along these talent areas. Because what if we can just do what we love all the way from college into that career? Career doesn't become such a challenge now. We are actually doing things and becoming and giving to the world what was already designed in us. We just got a chance to grow and develop it. Wow. Gosh, so you're brilliant. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. All right, Talia, how do we get in touch with you? How do we follow you? Are you on the so? Like, tell us a little bit yes. about how we can connect. How so do we get join the network? Home? Yes, go to my website. Yeah, I am worth the investment.com. So tell yourself, I am worth the investment.com. And mm-hmm. You'll find me right there. You'll find the network there. Great. And I'm offering an opportunity for, for the month of February. If Great. you can let us know about a new program or anything that you may have done growing up, something that your, your students are involved in, in your community, share that. Yeah. Share that information. And you can get a free 20-minute coaching with me. And I love to offer the opportunity to just coach a student, coach a parent, coach a family through how they are structuring this expanded learning time, where are their gaps and how we can fill those gaps with good programs. And I am on IG at IamWorthTheInvestment.com. I am on Facebook, uh, I am worth the investment group, uh, Facebook. Um, so I hope to see you all. My book right now is in pre-sale. Um, we're looking forward to be out this first quarter and of 2024. Um, and so get it while get it while it's on a discount. <laughs> yeah, you, you can get the bundle, the book and the workbook. So it, uh, and then you just go to IamWorthTheInvestment.com, um, and then you can uh, go to book order and and learn about the five areas of achievement there as well. Um, reach out to me; I would love to help your audience um, figure out: Are they using their grit? Do they have the five? Am I a blend of the five? So this is great. I love everything that you have shared today. It has been inspiring. It has been applicable. 
Um, it, it's brilliant uh, content, creative, innovative, um, all, all of these things combined into one. So I, for one, cannot wait to check out this network. I want to encourage everyone listening to uh, check out this network, uh, follow on Instagram. And I want to also sincerely thank you so much for taking the time to share with us your journey and also where your journey has taken you so that we can self-elect into your journey um, and see mm -hmm. how you know, right. Like how, how, um, can I see myself in parts of that? Right. Um, right. how do I become a part of this and, or how do I help someone else? Right. Bridge that too. So there's so many different aspects to this. My mind is going a mile a minute and you've opened a, a lot up for me today, as I'm sure you have with all of those listening. So is there anything else that you would like to say in closing as we wrap up today? In closing, I want your audience to know that our young people, the next generation that we are raising are the best kept secret. They are going to usher in um, new technologies, innovations, and we just need to equip them with the best development that we can. So let's connect them to everything that we are involved in so that they can find their trajectory of who they are and where they're to go. Um, I am Talia Givens, given to serve. It has been a truly a pleasure to serve you. And I hope that through our conversation, your audience is inspired to serve someone else. I believe <laughs> they will be. So thank you all so much for watching or for listening and however you are uh, digesting uh, this podcast episode today with On Air with Kate Butler, revealing life's best kept secrets. And I must say for this particular show, I believe, <laughs> Talia, <laughs> that almost everything that you gave us today was a best kept secret, best which secret. I didn't expect, but I'm thrilled to receive. And I know that the audience will be too. So thank you all for listening. And thank you, Talia, for joining us today. It's been an absolute honor to have you on the show. Thank you. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time. Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we are revealing life's best kept secrets.